It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. Sponsored by Franchise Intellect, a full-service franchise consulting and development firm. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Social Joey, the social media experts that provide a hyper-local presence for your franchise. More info at SocialJoey.com. And now, here's your host, Pam Curry. Well, hello, this is Pamela Curry, the host of Franchise Business Radio. I uh, And Franchise Business Radio is a platform for bringing together franchise professionals and resources to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and franchise consumer. Well, I think that pretty much covers everybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've got, uh, we're going to have a great show today. I mean, we're going to kind of look at things from two sides. We're going to take a look at... Uh, one side, which is the franchisor side, and uh, we we have a, a guest in the studio that is here to represent Discovery Point, and I am going to go around to do introductions. And then we're going to go to the other side, which is marketing, uh, marketing and communications. Uh, so for our listeners out there, uh, get your pen and paper out because I think you'll get some nice learning tips. Uh, but let's go around and see who's in the studio. Uh, Andrea, welcome. Thank you. Uh, if you don't mind, tell our listeners, give us your name and who you're with and exactly your title with them. Uh, my name is Andrea Moore. I am Executive Director of Operations and Training at Discovery Point Franchising. And our franchising part supports all of our individual franchise owners. So as soon as someone signs up to be a new owner in childcare. They get me, and um, I walk them through the process. I do all of the training with my team. I have a great team that stands mm. right behind me. Um, every part of ownership until I say, okay, you're a big bird, go fly. <laughs> you can do it now on your own. Um, so it's very, very exciting. So many different kinds of people coming into the industry, and then what we do is child care. Uh, so the I get to do the whole education in the child development, and that truly was my background. So I kind of came into the business um, from the back door. No, absolutely. And by the way, I have a heart for education and training. I, I like yourself. I I do professional development and training okay. as well. So we're going to dive into that a little bit more because very very important aspect in the franchise world, right? Absolutely. Uh, also in the studio, we have we're going with the A theme, Amy. <laughs> yes. Who are you? I am Amy Rosenberg. I'm director of KQ Communications here in Atlanta. We're actually based out of Memphis, um, but we just opened up an office here in Atlanta about a year ago, and we work a lot with nonprofits and small businesses, franchisees, uh-huh. um, to really market and promote what they are doing um, to better communities in our cities. Excellent. Well, we're gonna we're gonna kick things off with uh, an interview to learn a little bit more about Wonderful. that. Uh, but before we do that, um, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge Social Joey, uh, our sponsor and promoter for Franchise Business Radio. Mike, welcome back to the show. Yes, glad to be here. And good morning to everybody. <laughs> Excited to uh, to chat with everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he always brings his own applause. That's right. Yeah, I bring a whole team of just to clap whole for me crowd. Yeah, yeah. Can you keep those little people a little quiet? <laughs> right, you got quite the fan club out there to join the Social Joy- Joey fan club. How would they get in touch with you, Mike? Yeah, yeah, just call me on my phone four two three five eight four one five four four. Excellent. Well, let's, 
uh, Amy, if you don't mind, uh, let's go ahead and get things kicked off with you. You already mentioned that uh, KQ Communications is actually headquartered in Memphis. And uh, you were just sharing with me earlier that you were uh, a former TV journalist and in the PR field for 10 to 12 years. Right. And actually taught broadcasting for four years. uh, And we're fortunate enough just to have you move to Atlanta from Memphis. And currently, you are the director of KQ Communication Office here in Atlanta. Exactly. That's me in a nutshell. Wow. <laughs> uh, pretty impressive. So uh, uh, let's kind of kick it off with who is KQ Communications? Sure. Well, we are a full-service marketing, uh, public relations, and graphic design firm. So we are a one-stop shop for absolutely everything you need for branding your business, doing crisis communications, whether it's um, you know a nonprofit that just needs to boost visibility or somebody who just wants a really awesome logo, we kind of cover everything. And um, we really look at marketing communications, Mm -hmm. not just sales, but we look at the full service marketing communications and public relations and how it all helps to boost someone's brand, business, organization, or person. That makes sense. Now, uh, you already kind of mentioned one industry, uh, which is nonprofit. Mm -hmm. What, What other industries do you serve? We actually are kind of unique. We really... We work specifically in nonprofits, small businesses, education organizations, government agencies, a lot of places that uh, PR firms don't necessarily love to operate in. Ah, <laughs> so yeah. we kind of, but it's it's our area, and we absolutely love it. We work basically. We look for organizations and people who are giving back and doing good things in the community, and we align ourselves with those as much as possible. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. And I know, uh, Mike, I know you can relate to this because it's kind of in your wheelhouse as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. And she. She speaks the truth when she says no PR firms want to be in that, but it is really great when you find a company who loves that and and that's their passion because it is unique to find that. So, mm. so uh, what made you expand to the Atlanta market? That's actually, it's kind of funny because we, we have been really solid in Memphis. We loved working in Memphis. A bunch of our folks are, are diehard Memphians and they will be forever and ever. Um, so KQ was born there and, um, but we just got to the point where we were like, what, what else can we do? Where else can we go? And we started looking looking at different markets. We looked at Nashville, we looked at Little Rock, um, and we started noticing that, you know, we have a couple of people that we already know in Atlanta. We should probably Mm. just check out that market. And honestly, in the very beginning, when my boss said, hey, we're going to check on Atlanta. Let's see if some of you senior account executives are interested. And I was immediately, I was like, no, not me. You can pick somebody else. (laughs) I've lived in big cities. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to do it. And, um, a couple of other people weren't as, you know, they, they had family things and it just wasn't going to work out for them. So I said, all right, well, fine. I'll look. I'll just see. And I fell in love on the first trip. So, oh, great. Um, but we recognized in the very first couple of visits here that this was the next city for us. And it just, it mirrors a lot of what we have in Memphis, mm-hmm. but it allows us a, a really strong foothold here because we can really carve out a unique niche that just doesn't exist here already. Mm-hmm. And everyone is so nice. Can somebody please tell me what is going on with this? I mean, honestly, it's, I keep waiting for my new to wear off and for somebody to be like, oh, she's been here a year. She's all right. You, you can be real now. But you don't honestly, have to be nice to her anymore. Uh-uh. No, but it hasn't happened. Everyone is so incredibly gracious and friendly and the business community has been super welcoming. So we've we've loved it. And we know, um, we knew 
right in the beginning, and we know now that this is exactly where we needed to be. Yeah, so. I think I, I think the nice factor comes in uh, because it's such a melting pot, it is. right? And so it we, is. we've all kind of walked in the shoes of being new to the big mm-hmm. city. Uh, so I've heard that a lot. Actually, a lot mm-hmm. of people say that it's because it's a city of transplants, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. it really is. It is just everybody's yeah. ear. <laughs> we do have one native, and so we'll, we'll, get her, <laughs> we'll get her perspective on that later. Right. right. Uh, So with KQ Communications, what really sets you apart from other PR and marketing firms? I think aside from the fact that we are, you know, working in some of those industry areas that a lot of firms aren't, I think it's also just that we we work really hard to do research Mm -hmm. and we look at our marketing communications from a research base. And then we we build a strategy around it. So we're not just going to say, hey, you should put up a billboard because it'll give you great exposure. I'm going to make sure that that billboard has some sort of research base. Like, you know, it's in a community where you're going to have a really strong uh, presence and somebody is actually going to act when they look at your billboard. But I won't tell you to put a ton of money into something if I can't really give you research-based findings that say this is a good idea for you. So I think that's something that kind of sets us apart and we really look agree. at that as an important piece. I would agree. Thank you for putting together a strategy. As a matter of fact, I was literally just having this conversation with a fellow consultant and it's so easy to find people that are saying, yeah, just write me a check and, and we'll market you. Uh, and it's another thing to find someone who's going to come in and say, you know what? Let's put together a strategy and then implement it. Absolutely. And then I'll, you know, then I'll take your money and we'll be used well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And then with that strategy, it's also looking at, uh, looking back at the research and seeing, well, we've implemented it. Now have we actually met our goals? Have we moved the needle at all? So we always mm. go back and we look at, um, at as many types of evaluative measures as we can to say, did we actually reach our goals? And if we didn't, what can we be doing differently? So isn't it funny? That seems to be such common sense, but it's amazing how so many people just they basically they leapfrog uh, what should be the the basics and common sense strategy plan to implement and some kind of measurable ways to benchmark things. So So, um, let's take a look at at these businesses that are out there. Get get your pen and paper out right now (laughs) because we're going to get some tips uh, around PR and marketing. What should businesses be doing differently to better market themselves? I think some of it we just did. It's research. It's Mm -hmm. finding out what it is that you really need to be doing. Who's your market? um, Who are you really supposed to be talking to? And social media. I mean, Mm. it's one of those things that a lot of, I was just talking with a business the other day and he was like, oh, Facebook, I don't know. I mean, that's not really our thing and I don't have time to update it and everything else. And I'm thinking, this is free advertising. Uh-huh. This is something that you have right at your fingertips. <laughs> yes. So if you have any marketing dollars, put them towards somebody who can help you leverage that social media community mm-hmm. because it's huge. And right now, I mean, there are 2 billion people on Facebook um, and that is growing constantly. And no matter what anybody says, we know that Facebook is, for the most part, kind of for old people. We've done the research. We know this. <laughs> but... Um, and Instagram is for young people. But the truth is that there are honestly young millennials. All of these folks are still on Facebook. Um, and it's an it's an incredible platform to get your message out there. So social media is huge for businesses. And it's it's a matter of being really strategic about it, though. It's not just constantly posting. It's 
it's making sense of what you're posting. Making sense of it. And um, so, especially when you look at small to medium-sized companies, they don't have the resources to have that kind of talent in-house, right? right? So why not outsource that? Absolutely. Um, and on the, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, on the social media play, Social Joey, <laughs> <laughs> any tips? What a want coincidence. To, yeah, what a right, coincidence. Yeah, yeah, who knew? <laughs> uh, any any little tips you'd like to, to give to those that are listening? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I think she's right on point. It's about looking at what you're doing and is it working? You know, one of the one of the things we always talk about is, um, you know, is your posting if you're not measuring whether that's re- providing a return of some kind, mm-hmm. you need to look at your voicing. You need to look at your ad strategy. You need to look at, um, you know, when you're posting, where you're posting. Is your audience actually on the network you're posting to? I mean, I just think there's so many things that people just say, oh, well, it's Facebook. Well, as she said, there's two billion people. Yeah. How do you segment two billion people down to the people that are actually going to use your oh. product? And I think I think for you guys, that becomes even more important, right? Because you're in the nonprofit space. So your budgets aren't what some of these gigantic companies are or, or the majority of their budget is meant to go back to the community. And I think that becomes really important when you talk about ROI and research mm-hmm. um, in the nonprofit space or not-for-profit spaces. Their budgets aren't unlimited like some of these other companies. And you've really got to make sure when you put marketing dollars behind something, it's providing true return because uh, at the heart of their business is not, let me grow my business super huge. It's let me turn the, the cause or the community function that I'm doing into the huge thing, not me. And so um, I, I think that that just becomes overwhelmingly important is that measuring of ROI and what you're doing and is it actually becoming effective? So Absolutely. well said, well said. And I guess we're kind of all kind of getting to the same point, um, which is, you know, why do businesses need PR? And I think that's something that truly a lot of a lot of I mean, I've heard it so very often, oh, I can write a press release. I mean, that's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, it's not just about being able to write a press release. That's sure. not PR. Mm-hmm. Um, PR is everything from developing your your personal and public persona and making sure that you have strong key messages that when somebody does ask you about your business, you know what you're saying. Um, if you are, in fact, faced with some sort of a crisis, no matter what that crisis is, are you mm. prepared to handle it? Mm. Um, and it doesn't cost a bazillion dollars to have a PR strategy, but every business for the most part needs one um, because ultimately you'll end up in a position where you need to either defend your business or you need to just promote it. Mm -hmm. And um, PR is, is so essential. Um, Bill Gates even said, if I was down to my last dollar, the one thing I would invest in is public relations. And that's just because it's that important. Um, It just, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think, you know, to, to go along with that, you know, you talk about like crisis moments and things like that. But but even when things are going well, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of businesses, you know, get there and they're like, oh, man, I need a PR firm. Well, it's too late at that right. point. You're already there and you've got to mm-hmm. figure it out because, you know, it's going to take you guys some time to learn their business, know what their messaging is, know what their voicing is. And, uh, you know, when you hit that crisis moment or even that, hey, I just got an awesome interview on, you know, some huge show or something, you know, it's it's too late at that point to begin planning. Um, and it's something that needs to be implemented early on because it really is a, a strategy for the heart and soul of your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you guys provide, you know, a ton of value and, and people overlook that a lot and they never should. And it's also about the follow-up because mm. um, you can have one of those moments where we've actually had, we worked with somebody who had this thing happen. They went viral in a positive way um, and it just went crazy and they didn't really act on it. They didn't follow mm. up on it. So in three months, it was gone. Mm. 
Yes. But if you had been able to really implement some sort of a strategy around it and talk about what can we do to really leverage this exposure and give it some sort of life and momentum, then they would still be coasting on it. But at mm. this point, yep. it's gone. And they're on to the next meme. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very true. <laughs> yeah. That very well said. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you, Amy, uh, how would they go about doing that? So probably the best way you can learn a little bit about us um, at our website, KQ Communications with an kqcommunications.com. That's probably the best spot. We have bios on there about all of our team and we have an incredible team our, all the way from our president and vice president down to me and our awesome office assistants and everyone else in our team is just fantastic. And that's really what makes up KQ Communications is our awesome team. That's our secret sauce. Secret awesome. sauce. I love it. And um, do you want to hand out a phone number or just oh, recommend? Oh, sure, sure. Okay. Absolutely. Um, probably the best number to call in here in Atlanta is 844-839-6100. Excellent. So enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you. And, Thanks uh, for having me. And um, I know my listeners, uh, they appreciate it too. Great tips. Uh, um, well, we have another great guest who probably could really use your services, but I I, I don't know. I'll, I'll let her, but, but her expertise falls in a different area. And um, and that is Andrea, Andrea Moore. Andrea, I just want to share a little bit um, uh, about you. Um, you. You shared a little bit about your background, uh, specifically in education and training and what your role is with the franchisees. Uh, but you are with Discovery Point. Child Development Centers, and you are the Executive Director of Operations and Training. Uh, well, let me kind of, I always like to, let's kind of start broad and then and, and then go in. Uh, give us some information about Discovery Point. Who are you? What do you do? Well, I was chuckling a little bit at all of these transplants because <laughs> not only am I a Georgia native, uh, but Cliff Clark um, and his wife, Diane, were Georgia natives. It, we are a Southern company through and through. Um, Cliff and Diane founded the first Discovery Point in Snellville, Georgia in 1988. Oh, okay. So we're about to have our 30th anniversary. <gasps> Congratulations. Um, we Maybe of, you need applause on that oh, yes. one, Rich. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> That's great. Um, We now have um, 47 franchise locations in the southeast. Um, Most are still based in Georgia, but we're also very strong in the Tampa, Florida market. Um, Our newest center is in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then we also have um, an owner in Tennessee. Congratulations. Uh, so you primarily, majority of your units are in the Southeast, it sounds like. They are. And um, you say you're a native, and we can tell by your accent. <laughs> Just a tad. Just a tad. Southern charm. I absolutely love it. Uh, so let's talk about the, the opportunities for franchising in the child care space. Tell us a little bit about that. It's a very unique opportunity because it's very community-driven. It's very family-driven. But even our model is that our owners need to be on site. So it's not a business opportunity that you buy into and walk away. You can expect to get to know your families, um, to make a difference in the lives of these children. Um, Some of our owners have up to 250 kids, and they know and greet them each and every morning. Um, it's not mandatory that our owners drive the school bus to pick up at their local schools, <laughs> but we do have quite a few owners that love doing it. 
And then once they get their management teams in place and the owners don't have to be as active, they still want to be. It's very much a make a difference in your community kind of business. Um, and what are the ages of the children? We start our child care at six weeks old and we go up to 12 years old offering summer camp and before and after school programs. And there's actually, I and I didn't realize, there's a pickup that goes along with it. The the parents don't drop their kids off at the at the center, at the development center. They're, For our young ones, we do. Okay. The only pickup that we would have um, are picking up those school agers at their local school. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, okay, there's, obviously, this is a huge need. I mean, you, you know, we, there's a lot of dual-income families out there. The mother's working, the father's working. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, definitely a great need. What are the uh, differences between various industries within child care? Um, you've got tutoring kind of centers. Yep. Okay. You have um, Mother's Morning Out kind of pro- programs. Those are usually nonprofit or um, run through a religious organization. We are educational care. So mm. what we're doing is starting with developmental standards, even with the teeny tiny babies, um, a very strong curriculum, set lesson plans mm. that the teachers adapt and work with and individualize for each and every child. And then we really pride ourselves on building family partnerships, which means we want to hear from the parents. We need immediate feedback. So if your child is going through potty training, Mm -hmm. we want to know how you're doing it at home. Mm -hmm. And that becomes our number one to focus on meeting family needs. What are your dietary restrictions? Um, Even the child's preferences and their learning style. Is this a very visual learner? Um, oh, do we need to adapt and meet, um, you know, we may need some different kind of play equipment if I've got some kids um, that are showing that activity level. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming also what they have allergies or special. High alert. And <laughs> lot, trust me, these kids come with lots of forms and lots of documentation. Um, those lead teachers and then every management that works with that child has a special plan. Um for emergency situations with allergies. And so and that is, it's amazing how that the, I guess, the detail in the customization for the individual for plan for each child. These are children, and yes. we're going to take care of them as if they're our own. I like it. So, um, obviously, a wonderful service. Uh, let's kind of flip to the other side, which is, you know, the business opportunity. The uh, business opportunity. Yes. It's a, talk to me about the business model. The business model, like I mentioned, is owner on site. Okay. You usually have the owner. They'll employ a director who's the next in line and then an assistant director. Usually have a staff of anywhere from 18 to 25 people, depending mm-hmm. on how many children you have. Sure. Um, it, our hours are 630 to 630. So a few centers vary just a little bit to meet the needs in their community, but it's an upfront franchise investment and then you're buying the brand you're buying monthly quality assurance support you're buying all this business ops training that comes in on the front end so $75,000 fee to get in the door and purchase the brand and then from then we have ongoing royalties um, that pay for the ongoing support it's about an all-in investment right around three million dollars all investment around three three million and it like the footprint, I, I, I don't know. Like, can you give me an idea of the square footage of the the footprint? Our traditional unit runs about 
10,000 square feet, but our newest one um, runs about 14,000 okay. square feet. Okay. It's actually kind of an exciting time to get in as a new owner because they would be actually even part of those floor plans and the planning and development mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. This last one we did was so exciting. I know more about carpeting and <laughs> flooring, um, but each decision was just so much fun that oh, our changing tables need to have this, you know, (laughs) safety support around it. And and you know what? And obviously, this is one of the greatest advantages of franchising is that there are so many little details and nuances. So to go out and just try to do this on your own? Very, very difficult. We are also even different in our competitors in that we call ours turnkey. Hmm. Once you've paid your initial franchise fee, we take over the cost of the building. We take over the land development and all the permitting. Wow. We do that for our owners. Mm. And then that six to 12 months later, it's furnished, it's stocked, it's ready to go. And the owner comes to the closing table like you would close on your home. And we literally hand over the key to your building and to your business. Our owners do own their buildings and the property. Okay. So it's a bit of a real estate sure, investment absolutely. as well. That's awesome. So very nice. Kind of a two for purchase that you're buying the business and the brand, and then you're also buying your real estate and your building. So I'm, cool. um, yeah, that is cool. Uh, did you have a question? No, yeah. I mean, I think just a, a couple of things you've said that I think really stick out to me. Number one, as a new dad, to hear you talk about that, my wife and I looked and looked and looked, you know, uh, and I mean, you know, new parents, our first baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, we looked at everything that existed in 50 miles around right. us. Where can we go? What can we mm-hmm. do? Um, and nobody had that level of care in our area. Mm-hmm. And it's just unbelievable to hear. And it's really cool because um, we're a dual income family. My wife works. I work. Yeah. Um, we've got to have something. And so um, the level of expertise that you guys have have the individualized care, I mean, um, as a potential customer, right? I right. mean, that's that's so important. Um, and that's a huge selling point, I yes. think. I mean, that's yeah. unbelievable. And then the other thing, um, just talking about your owners, I mean, you know, you, you see so many franchises that, you know, the owners do, you know, hey, I invested, I hired somebody, I'm out. To, yeah. to hear the kind of buy-in that it sounds like your owners have, I mean, that to me, I think, speaks to probably you and your team getting those owners to buy in and the training that goes behind that and the, the brand buy-in, right? I mean, that is so huge, uh, especially in a, a uh, I think something like this that's really relationship driven. I would think I would really Absolutely. want to know the people that are caring for my kids, right. and if that owner is there, uh, that 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 speaks volumes to me as a dad to say, no, the the guy or the lady who's running this business is there. They know my child's name, they know my name, they know my wife. Uh, they're they're going above and beyond. That that to me is just huge, especially in that space. Yeah. So so agree. No, I, I agree. I mean, you're you're, you're you are taking on the most <laughs> right the most. <laughs> Important little being of of a mother and mother and father, and so we don't ever lose sight of that. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I think a point that you brought up that I had not mentioned is as much and as strong as our brand is in the South, it's our owners that makes our franchise system a little bit different. In that we allow our owners a lot of uh, flexibility in bringing their own personality into the building and mm-hmm. even their own focus. Um, we have owners that have very much adopted their foster care community and even market themselves and let parents know that meeting the needs of a foster child is a little bit different. And that's a very much yeah. come and go kind of thing. That's, that's hard for a business to supply the need for children who may be here this week and not here next, next week. Mm-hmm. So we've got owners that very much have invested their own lives in 
uh, foster children and adoption, and that shows in their center. We have other owners that have become very farm to table, and the children grow gardens, and they eat their own mm, tomatoes. That's so cool. That is. Um, <laughs> we have owners that have trained and hired staff that are educated in special needs. And that is a very hard space to fill oh, as sure. well. The, those working parents, that they have to have responsible and qualified care um, just like everybody else. Mm. So we have owners that truly have raise the whole level of education in their building to me be able to meet the needs of these child these children. So mm-hmm. very, very exciting in that you were mentioning the social media. I can go on Facebook, I can go on Instagram, and each center is so unique and different, I can tell whose center it is okay. without having to look at the title. That's I know. Huge. Oh my goodness, that's mm-hmm. Carmen's. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. Celine. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. So I mean, can we? I want to talk about two two more things. Uh, one, industry trends, and then secondly, uh, which you, your area of expertise is, which is that the training side of of things. What is taking place in the industry? Oh, that that's a loaded question. That's a loaded one. <laughs> there is so much that's taking place. Um, I think we mentioned it a little before we started. Um, being aware of children's individual needs. Mm -hmm. The way they learn, um, what they eat, the family dynamic, too, is a little bit different. Our families are changing. Um, While there is this need for childcare, I think the workplace is changing. And Mm. so the needs and even the timing of it is a little bit different. So it's Mm -hmm. not a traditional nine to five days. Uh, Parents are on the clock all the time. Mm -hmm. So being able Mm -hmm. to meet those parents' needs just for the timing and then getting that feedback to the parents, like you mentioned with your new baby. We want our our parents to have pictures of their baby all day long. So making use of that technology and going into the spaces to stay linked to our families is very, very important. Are you planning to, are you focused on expanding even further outside of the Southeast? Oh, absolutely. We are. We are. And we're... the South, but we're headed to Texas, I think is next. Wonderful. Um, but, Big Tex. But we've got many, many states that we'd ha- be happy to break ground, even some master agreements if we've got an owner that wants to come in and oversee oh, multiple units. We awesome. do you have that in our system. All right. So cool. that's available mm-hmm. too. Uh, okay. I, I just signed off on that franchise agreement. What now? You get a team of people that will hold your hand every single step of the way. Um, first of all, we sign you up for your state training, your state licensing. Um, we'll go through that process for you. Um, we only we have a small team of just 10 um, in our corporate office, but it's neat because you know you can get somebody on the phone. And our years of experience in child care... Um, Add up to a really wealth of knowledge. Oh, after 30 years? Yes. Over, well, <laughs> but when you break down that you've got 10 of us that have each, are oh, yeah. each reaching that 30 year mark. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Got a real multiplier in there. We do. And then our <laughs> traditional owner training um, that comes right before you open is you have a 40-hour week in-class intensive Mm. business operations, a little bit of HR support, um, how the day-to-day runs and the actual child care piece of it. Then we send you out with one of our mentor owners, and you stand side-by-side with somebody in your community in your same demographic, 
And then we recap with one final week in the classroom. So four-week intensive training. Wow, great program. Mm-hmm. Great and program. then we have ongoing support. We have someone in everybody in every center's building once a month. And our quality assurance reps come to the door, and they've got their detailed checklist. But the first thing they do is check in with an owner and say, how can I serve you today? What do you need me to do from the corporate side? Mm-hmm. Um, we're here to serve our owners. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you, uh, I guess from both sides, let, let's look at it from both sides, you know, uh, but specifically for the franchise opportunity, what what should they do? Our website, discoverypointfranchise.com. And, and, dis- and discoverypoint, P-O-I-N-T. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Discoverypoint.com will get you to the children enrollment side. DiscoveryPointFranchise.com will get you um, to my VP of Sales. His name is Spencer Reed, and I can hook you right up. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Well, really, I mean, I'm kind of speechless, honestly, because I know it's such an important service, and... uh, and I almost want to say thank you, and I don't even have kids. So we're just kind of, <laughs> we love what we do. <laughs> and congratulations to you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I didn't even realize that, that you had uh, a, a new little boy, little girl. Little girl, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Um, uh, she's already got daddy wrapped, I can tell. Oh, of course, no <laughs> doubt. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I um, I do want to just uh, thank everyone here for being on the show. And um, I don't know, before we kind of move into a couple of other things, I do want to give some updates uh, since our last show uh, with Franchise Intellect and myself. But any updates uh, with Social Joey to share? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the, one of the cool things that, that we've been um, re- really pushing towards and something we're really excited about is uh, we're expanding our platform um, that's going to incorporate some new features and things that we'll be rolling out over the next couple months. So can't really talk a lot about it yet, but in the next few shows, we'll be able to talk a lot about that and, and giving some some extra functionality to franchises that we've been being asked for. And uh, as far as we understand, it will be the only company in the industry to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've worked out some some exclusive partnerships with Google and some different things like that on some of their newer products they're getting ready to roll out. And so oh, excited to see where that goes and what that looks like. So um, so that's a, a pretty big one and uh, some new stuff coming along with Facebook that, that uh, has been coming down the line for a while that we're excited about and uh, and uh, LinkedIn's got a few small things in the works, but but Facebook and Google really have some big things on the horizon that um, we can hopefully talk about in the next couple episodes. Okay. That'll that'll be exciting for specifically for franchises um, and provide some some really great uh, in house uh, service for their franchisees and things. It'll be really cool. So um, so excited to talk a little bit about that. But but yeah, so tell us about you. I know you've got some some well, good things. That was a teaser, by the way. So I'm just going to say, stay tuned. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, a lot of my, all the listeners out there know that, you know, I'm a franchise advisor and that basically means that I'm constantly learning uh, about what's going on in the industry, what uh, new franchisors are out there. And I was fortunate enough that uh, I recently just went to a convention. I, I know last time we had the show, you guys had just come off of a convention. Uh, well, my turn, right? I actually just uh, <laughs> I just got back from Nashville literally this week, and uh, it was a great convention. It was hosted by FranServe. There were over 100 franchisors there. 
a lot of different funding resources. Um, so it, it's it's amazing what's out there in regards to franchise opportunities. I came back like we all do from these types of conventions uh, with new ideas, fully revived. And, uh, you know, obviously, if anyone is considering franchise ownership, Please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I represent over 500 franchise brands, and uh, and I would be happy to help. Um, I, I like to say I'm that conduit, right? Uh, the conduit between the franchisor and the prospective franchisee. And uh, I, a great analogy is being a recruiter. Uh, so as I as, and I do work and represent a couple of specific brands. Um, and another big update with a particular brand that I'm working with uh, is called Presence of Mine. Presence of Mine is a personalized gift store. Uh, we actually had Dave Deutsch on the show. What was it? It was a couple months ago. Yeah, at least, yeah. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's a ground-level emerging brand actually headquartered uh, in Helen, Georgia. And um, for those of you that are in franchising, you know it, it's hard. It's hard to get a new brand and concept off the ground. Uh, and uh, we now have a store open in, I can never say this, Dunedin, Florida. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, we have uh, a new franchisee in Asheville. Matter of fact, the founders are in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, as we speak, uh, looking for their site location there. And then the really great news going on with Presence of Mind, as far as opportunity goes, we are also going to be offering area representative master opportunities. Very, very excited about that. And that might, that we might need a round of applause for that one. Yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, yeah, they were uh, a big hit in the show, and their photos um, up, still up on the site, and uh, it was very unique. Yeah, right? definitely. And, yeah, and they're up in Helen. Yep that that is where so, the corporate that that's where they were founded. Their first store was uh, not Helen. I'm sorry, Blue Ridge. Oh, yeah, Blue Ridge. Georgia. I was excited I about Helen. I thought we were going to do it for Oktoberfest yeah, party. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand. Maybe that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Blue Ridge, they do the uh, Christmas train or whatever. Yeah, so we'll all hop on the uh, the Presence <laughs> yeah, of Mind train. Yeah, <laughs> even better. But, but yes, Presence of Mind is headquartered. It's Blue Ridge, Georgia. That's their original founding store, and it is a personalized gift store. Uh, and it really has high quality products. And you're right. Go go take a look at the show from several months ago and you'll really be able to get a, a good understanding of presence of mind. And then I also want to do a shout out to Lauren Fernandez because as you know, Lauren was on the show last month and she had her chicken salad chick grand yeah. opening. Did you awesome. hear about that? You tried that? Oh, oh yeah. that's some serious so good chicken salad. Good. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought she was going to be here every show. I wish. <laughs> chicken salad for breakfast. Yeah. I've never had it, but it's it's the best ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wish. Until it, then. Yeah. Yeah, until then. But you know what? She just had her grand opening. It yeah, was right after right the in show in, in Buckhead. I, I decided to swing by, line out the door. Yeah, that's awesome. So I just wanted to say congratulations to her. Yeah, don't plan on any leftovers because they never have anything left over. No, they don't. <laughs> and you know what? I'm really excited. I, I didn't realize this because, as you know, I split my time between Atlanta and Charleston, and they actually have stores in Charleston as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, one of my friends said, oh, she goes, my son makes me take him there a couple times a week. So when's your whiskey franchise? When are they coming in? Yeah. <laughs> it always comes back to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, great show this morning, right? Yeah, excellent. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to just give those quick updates on um, what's taking place with uh, Franchise Intellect and a lot of good things happening in the franchise community um, with these grand openings of 
uh, presence of mine along with Chicken Salad Chick and uh, 30-year anniversaries uh, with Discovery Point. Um, I just think we're seeing so much growth and excitement in the franchise space, and it, it's a pleasure to be a part of it. It really is. Um, well, with that being said, um, you know, if anyone does want to reach out to me, let me just go ahead and, and give my contact information. Uh, phone number is 847-970-8765. Again, if you're considering franchise ownership, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. That's what I'm here for. Uh, there's no cost, no obligation to you. My services are complimentary to individuals because naturally I'm compensated by the franchisor when I bring them that qualified franchisee, um, that business matchmaker. Uh, so 847-970-8765. And uh, you can also go to my website, www.franchise intellect.com or if you want to shorten that you could just go www.franintellect.com uh, but before we close down the show uh, I do want to just uh, let, let's open it up for discussion uh, I, I saw you jotting down a lot of things over there Mike yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a, a couple things I was, I was thinking about because uh, we were talking about some industry updates and things like that uh, just uh, in the franchise space a big thing coming up franchise leadership and development will be ah. here in Atlanta um, and Shaquille O'Neal will be here so uh, so that'll be He's pretty cool the studio? I, I don't know I well, hope so we can, we're going to have to raise the, the roof yeah we may not be able to get him in here we'll have to raise the roof yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's keynoting that, so that'll be pretty cool. And Very then nice. um, and then um, WFN is uh, August eighth. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, August eighth. WFN uh, is coming up, and then we've got the Springboard Conference, which is the Emerging Brands uh, big conference that gets put on. Uh, I think that's uh, Fisher Zucker and then uh, Feishman uh, push is, put is that, that here in Atlanta. The uh, no, it's I think they're doing it in uh, Philadelphia this year. Okay. So uh, right. f- so um, that's a pretty good pretty good conference for emerging brands and. Uh, and then uh, one of the big things that's happening right now, IFA um, sent out the big email uh, for speakers for the IFA conference 2018. So if anybody listening has uh, any C-level executives that you know are going to fit a good spot for that, um, they're they're taking suggestions right now. Uh, they've got a thing up on franchise.org. You can go in, uh, fill out, uh, and recommend a speaker for a specific topic, be on a panel, any of those things. Uh, so that's a, that's a, a pretty big thing going on right now. And they've got some yep. big announcements coming according to the email. So so that'll be. Uh, be pretty cool as well. So, uh, oh, are you going to be attending uh, that conference? I think so. Yeah, I think I think we'll we'll be there and uh, should have a, a booth at that one. So that'll be that'll be fun. It's a, a great time and a great great conference. Where, uh, I mean. It's like the who's who of franchising, yes, pretty much. So there's yeah. so many people there, but uh, it's almost overwhelming. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Should be a good show this year, and uh, excited uh, excited where, about that. Where is so, that one? Uh, oh gosh, I knew you were going to ask that. Not I when, but where uh, uh, is it? Somewhere in the southeast? In, no, it's uh, I think Arizona this year. Is oh, that right? They, they try to take turns. Pam, I you think know? road trip for franchise business radio. That's we right. Need to do a pop up <laughs> studio there in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, if there's whiskey, talk. you know I'm there. <laughs> Chicken salad, chick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we may need a PR firm to, uh, to help us with all the chaos we're going to create. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is fabulous. Thank, thank you for those industry updates. Yep. Um, and just to, you know, we said WFN that is happening on August eighth. That stands for Women's Franchise Network. Uh, that is going to be here in Atlanta, Georgia. Again, that's August eighth. Uh, IFA. If you're learning to looking to learn about the speakers, that website is www org, and um, obviously they're really the voice of franchising uh, so you can learn a lot from going to that website as well. I have a quick question if we're in the roundtable uh, segment here for uh, Andrew with Discovery Point 
you know, we talk about pop-up studios and on-site and so forth and travel and events. Um, have you all ever thought about like a pop-up discovery center where if that franchisee is in that market and there's a huge event and people, you know, um, need to bring their kids if they're traveling? Is that something that they could do on a, um, on a uh, on-site basis or? It ab- it actually isn't. Yeah, because there's tons of like legal compliance issues there and all kinds are. of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. we really want to follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> whenever possible, yeah. yeah. I always say in business, it's good to be ethical whenever it works for you, yeah, yeah. or yeah. possible, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I didn't think that through very well. Yeah, it's just not. But that's what's very unique about your business is that a lot of businesses you're dealing in widgets and products, and but yeah. yours is, I mean, uh, very unique Human and different. Actor. I mean, you're dealing with those, <laughs> you know, people, and um, I mean that's. Yeah, it takes a certain uh, uh, skill set, right? It absolutely does. And commitment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I've had family members in the hospital and you look at somebody that has that nurturing effect, a, a nurse or that facility. I don't know how they do that on a you know, everyday basis, right. but it's definitely uh, something that you find that right person that's passionate mm-hmm. about that, right? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, should we do this? Let's go around the studio. Okay. And, uh, and are there any other updates that anyone would like to share? Anything going on? Events? Birth updates? announcements? Yeah. Yeah. Birth, birth <laughs> announcements, birthdays, right. you know, anniversaries. We got all of those. We do have the Taste of Buckhead coming up. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm on the, the board of the Buckhead Business Association, and we have the Taste of Buckhead September 14th. Tickets are on sale now and it is going to be incredible we actually were at the chicken salad chick grand opening not too long ago so (laughs) yeah always recruit them to be there i you know i'm not sure if they're going to be there i have to look back at the list they might yeah but some some of the best and there's also some tastings involved. There will involved, be right? lots of whiskey. Yeah, I, I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're talking my language. It here. is at a whiskey distillery. It's not that I have a drinking problem or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I do adult, some adult beverages, yeah. But, but they, they have like a unique thing yeah. where you can kind of bring your own beverage or something or donate or... Uh, you can, yeah, they have a spirit uh, spirit wall. So okay, you can yeah. donate oh. a bottle and yeah. then all of the proceeds are going to Second Helpings Atlanta. Oh, nice. And nice. Um, yeah, it's a really phenomenal uh, group. And then, of course, ASD. W Distillery. I mean, yeah. you can't go wrong there. Well, uh, it, I'm just going. You said when is the Taste of Bucket? I'm sorry, September the 14th. Okay, thank yep. you. All right, September 14th. That Taste is the Bucket. A VIP, really uh, high end event, and some really movers and shakers, and it's Absolutely. just great entertainment. I've been. Uh, we've done that um, on site the last two years. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Wow. Just a, just a wealth of information. Just really appreciate everyone who's been on the, uh, you know, was, take the time out, share with our listeners. Let's just go around. And if you wouldn't mind just sharing your name and your contact information for me. And Andrea. Andrea Moore at discoverypoint.com. And then to invest, uh, Spencer Reed at discoverypointfranchise.com. 888-249-8427. Thank you. Great to have you on the show. And Amy. Yeah, Amy Rosenberg. And probably the easiest way to get in touch with us is at our website, kqcommunications.com. But you can also give us a call at 844-839-6100. And my email is super easy, amy 
at kqcommunications.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, so we'll see, and we'll see you at the Taste of Buckhead. Absolutely. We'll be there, yeah. And like, social showing. Yeah, so if you want to call us um, on our main line, it's 423-702-4667. If you want to join my fan club, 423-584-1544. That's my cell phone. Uh, and then just mike at socialjoey.com and uh, obviously socialjoey.com for the website. Excellent. And then again, this is Pamela Curry, the host of Franchise Business Radio, a platform for bringing together franchise professionals and resources uh, to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and franchise consumer. Thank you. If you need to reach me, please just give me a holler at 847-970-8765. Be happy to help and advise any way that I can. Holler out. Holler out. (laughs) Thank you again for joining Pam Curry and her guests on the Franchise Business Radio Show. Sponsored by Franchise Intellect, a full-service franchise consulting and development firm. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Social Joey, the social media experts that provide a hyper-local presence for your franchise. More info at SocialJoey.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show. And check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com.